Hello, and welcome to This Is The Day Ministries podcast series, where I'm your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris. It is November 23rd, 2022, and I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving week. Amen. It is Wednesday, and we're preparing for the holiday this week. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of traveling. There's going to be a lot of spending. There's going to be a lot of laughter, hopefully a lot of good sharing of just good quality family time. Amen. Anyhow, we are on season three, about to wrap up season three with a few more episodes, but we are currently on episode 17, and this is entitled, Every Strong Number One Needs a Strong Number Two. My subtitle is, Mr. Pence Was Not a Strong Number Two. If you didn't know, he has a book coming out, and if it's not out already, you can check Amazon, which I did, and it's titled, Mike Pence the biography of Mike Pence. It's a paperback book and it's going for $12.99, 13 bucks. And, you know, it's talking about his life and the type of um, man that he is and things that he has accomplished. Let me read here. It says, Mike Pence is one of the most effective American political leaders of the 20th and 21st centuries. By the time he finished his term as vice president of the United States in 2021, Pence had already been a successful lawyer, become a committed evangelical Christian, married the love of his life, had three children, hosted a popular radio show, became a U.S. congressman, got an elected governor of Indiana, became vice president of the United States, unveiled plans for a new space branch of the U.S. military, military and led the highly successful coronavirus task force. Well, my question is, with all those wonderful things that he did, absolutely, the leadership component is is the area that I have concern about because everyone or not everyone, but a large majority of people who pay attention to politics really dislike the president that he was serving under. And we're talking about Mr. Donald Trump, former president. Well, I'm a little surprised to see that Mr. Pence is coming out with a book and it and then the article says, which you'll see a picture of this as well, it says Mike the new Mike Pence book details split with Trump. Well, as a leader, I don't want to see you come out with a book like this after the fact to talk about what happened in your relationship with someone. As a leader and as a committed evangelical Christian, then I would hope that you were following the word of the Lord in your dealings with the uh your former boss or manager and how do we deal with people that we have issues with well there there are some good ways and then there's biblical ways and matthew 18 15 says moreover if your brother shall trespass against thee go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone if he hear thee thou hast gained thy brother 16 says but if he will hear he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And finally, 17 says, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican or a, a tax tax uh, 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 collector. So this is this is the question that I have. You're detailing the 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 account with the person that most people from that I've had conversations with despise. There are a few people that I know that actually appreciate Mr. Donald Trump. 
But most, as I said, most people despise a man for whatever reason. So if you're the number two, the vice president, I would have, I would have hoped and would have liked to see you handle this situation during the time that it was an issue. Being the sitting in the second most powerful seat in the United States, uh, the vice president's chair, um, you you understand that if something happens to the president, then you are going to step into power. So I would be looking for someone that has the mindset or the mental strength to carry the position of the number one. And just looking at the title of, of this article and alluding to what the book is about. I'm not sure that I would want that type of leadership to be in place as number one, because again, if you are number one, a believer in Christ, then if you have issues with this, your boss, your manager, as we talk about all the time, there's a way to maintain your relationship with the Lord and effectively communicate your thoughts, your position, your feelings with the person that is your uh your manager, your boss, your your direct person that you report to. And it can be done and it should have been done because, again, uh, part of the article is talking about how you felt that your dad, your family was put in, in danger because of the, the, the choices and the decisions of your former boss, former President Donald Trump. If that was the case, I would have I would have liked to see you make a a a a, a public um, response to what your boss was doing. And I, I think that's just healthy. Um, it, and it makes me wonder what type of um, conversation went on behind doors because your, your public we're, now we're talking about a public office. This is, this is what everybody sees. Your, your, the decisions you make, the, the things you're thinking about doing the relationships with, with, with um, uh, international leaders. This is something that is broadcast uh, on the, the airways for everybody to see the the interviews and and the, the results of the conversations and the dialogues and all that kind of stuff and what's what's talking about um, or or you guys are contemplating on doing these are things that you you make you make known on the 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 news mediums so in this situation I would I would would prefer to have seen um, you know good dialogue and I I hope that it's my heart's desire that that's the type of thing that went on behind closed doors. But I just don't think that that actually happened. If you're going to come out with a, with a book like this and let's, let's just be clear about it. This is, it's not free. So at $13 a pop at a thousand books, that's 13,000, um, a hundred, um, a hundred thousand books. That's 130,000. And, uh, no, excuse me. 10,000 books, that's 130, 100,000 books, that's 1.3 million. So you're going to make some money off this. Um, and was that the intention? Because there's always gossip around <laughs> uh, Mr. Donald Trump. And if you're, you're going to be providing direct insight, insight as to what went on, then this just seems like a, an opportunity to make some, some ends on your part. Hey, it's, 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 it's business. That's all good. But we need more than just business at this age that we're living in. We need to have good Christian leaders. And the back of your book says that Mr. Pence is and has been a uh, committed evangelical Christian. Now, just so we're clear, an evangelical is um, of or relating to or in accordance with the Christian gospel, especially one of the four 
gospel books of the New Testament. So that means that you are looking at synoptic gospels, you're reading about the life of Christ. So there's a way that you handle your yourself again, biblically in relationship to those people that you feel aren't treating you right they're not responding right to to things that you're a part of there's conversations that can be had and again because you're part of a a, a, a visible public office because you're you're quote unquote elected by the people now we can have conversations about the electoral process but again i i would would have would have liked to see you have these conversations on air and i think that would have been healthy and i think that would have been um something that mr trump could have responded to because he has a comment for everything and i think that he would have a response for that as well but i think having an open dialogue um as you being the number two for things that you disagree with and, and while respecting the office absolutely but being leader enough and and man enough and individual enough to have and to release some of this information might have been something good for the public to to be able to see to know that there is peace on the internal camp and not just you going along to get along but you actually you actually have a thought process and input as to what's going on but after the fact, you know, giving the juicy gossip, because as far as I'm concerned, this is what it is, is gossip, because it's, it's, it's after the fact now. You're no longer in office. Um, former president is no longer in office. You know, you guys are going your, going your separate ways. Don't come talking about the, the things that happen at this point. It, it should have been aired if there was an issue. It should have been handled there, then and there. And so we can move on with peace in our hearts and not really worrying about it, not having animosity and just having the air clear. This is where I stand. This is my position. I don't I don't agree with what you're doing or I agree, but I think we should do it this way or that way. That that's that's how I think everything remains on the up and up when we don't hold things back and we, we suppress them. And, well, I'm just not going to say nothing because I don't want to create in any any ways then, you know. But that's the wrong example. Again, we need to have leaders who are willing to do the right thing, even if it's uncomfortable, not come in after the fact to try to shed light on a situation that's already passed. Amen. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And I hope that you can apply this even to your own situation. If your job at your job, your work, etc. Be upfront, be open, be respectful, be be um, uh, mindful of the atmosphere, be mindful of your surroundings and be able to give the right information at the right time. Ask the right questions at the right time, not say anything at the right time. Hold your peace until the right time um, presents itself so that you can remain, keep everything on up and up. That's the that's that's just the way to go. We because we we never know when it's our last our last day of breath. We don't we don't want to die with 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 animosity towards someone because they offended us on, on on something and we just we were afraid to address it so we just held it. We remained upset with them, etc. No, that's not what the scripture's teaching us. Bible says absolutely be angry and sin not. But let's let's understand that you know if we have an issue, as scripture tells us. We have to bring it to our brother so that we can, you know, straighten these things out. And and if it doesn't, if it's if it if it's not straightened out between you and your brother, then you gotta take it to the church. And if you're again, if you're professing to be a believer, a Christian, a follower of Christ, then there is a method by which you conduct your life. There's a there there is a standard. 
Amen. To God be the glory. I wanted to share this with you because we we need to be aware of the, the things that are going on in our world again so that we can respond and know how we should respond. Most importantly, biblically, we live our lives based upon what the word of God is teaching us and what God has established for his creation. Amen. I've been your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris, for This Is The Day Ministries podcast series. Remember, until next time, stay focused.